Welcome to Secrets from the Saddle podcast. I'm Sylvie Daou, your host, fellow cyclist, bike club founder, cycling coach, bike race junkie, just truly super passionate about cycling. My journey with cycling started 20 years ago when I opened a spin studio, started a women's race team, and founded a women's only cycling club called Cycle Fit Chicks. I'm super thrilled to reveal all aspects that make the world of cycling operate. I'm so excited to be able to bring you interesting people from around the world, pro cyclists, recreational cyclists, coaches, event organizers, bike shop owners, everything and everyone you need to know or ever wondered about when it comes to cycling. I know you'll enjoy this episode. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Secrets in the Saddle podcast, all things cycling with your host, Sylvie Daou. And I am super excited to bring you this amazing man. But before we get started, please make sure that you put on your, you subscribe to the podcast, you subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can both hear this in audio and you can watch the videos and as well as put the notifications on. Please share, comment and provide a five-star review if you love this podcast and happen to know other extraordinary people like Richard that you're going to meet here who are doing extraordinary things with cycling, please send them my way. So here, so guess where Richard is. Richard is in Freetown, Sierra Leone, West Africa. I found these guys on on Facebook. Um, They happen to be in one of the cycling uh, pages or groups that I'm in. And I reached out. I thought that was that was amazing to see what they were doing. And I reached out and asked them if they would be on my podcast to talk about their story. So before I get into Richard's story, he's going to tell you all about how the club got started um, in, um, in Sierra Leone, because there's a big lag between the two of us. But here's a little bit of a background before we get started. In 2000, so this is a grassroots amateur sports team in Sierra Leone. It was found by Tennessee Dixon, Gabrielle Vandy, and Faya Fala Faya, sorry, in November. Um, The main objective of the Flames Cycling Club is to see how best we can use cycling as a sport to transform our society, empower our youth, and see how we can take them away from drugs, violence, and thug life. Oh, my gosh. But you guys have to see everything that they're doing. You have to go check out their Facebook page. So all of our, their social media handles are below in the descriptions. Go send them some love, support. They are just doing absolutely amazing things. So in 2019, the Flame Cycling Club one wider was selected for the national team to represent Sierra Leone in the tour of Guinea in 2019, which is amazing. That's so, ah, that must make you so happy. So we're talking to Richard also here in their bio, they gained support by Joe Friel. 
I think that's extraordinary. Um, he's an amazing, obvious leader in cycling and coaching, and um, but he has reached out and he's helped the team. Now, I want to introduce you to Richard Musa, who is going to tell you he's a leader in the in the club in the team and how he got it started and how we found the guys to make up the club. So Richard, I'm handing it over to you. Hello, thank you very much. I like it. Um, hello everybody. I'm so pleased to meet you guys on, on Facebook, Instagram and other um, mediums of communication. But um, my name is Richard Musa. I live in Sierra Leone in Freetown, and I do a very small business in bicycles. And I am the manager of Flames Cycling Club, which is gradually becoming the best club in the country, and most probably it will be the best in the world. <laughs> um, um, this thing all started, all started with um, a vision to bring um, boys, youths from the street, away from drugs, away from bad things, unethical things, you know. So, um, three guys came together, Tennessee and Dixon, Vandy, um, and Fala Fire and say, hey guys, uh, help our environment. So they uh, came together and it all started with three men and they got three bicycles. We started everything. So going along the line, you know, gradually, we decided to bring some more people in. Though it was very easy because <laughs> starting by school and, and get support to have that. So we have to do, go all out of time. So um, by God's grace, we were able to come together in 2018, November 2019. The number raised up to, um, rose up to, to 10. And later we started involving into, um, um, into races. So we went to um, um, we went into one competition and we were successful with our first race. Um, we Fala Fire was um, fortunate to get second position. That was in Makini. <laughs> and I said, "Hey, man, we need to do something because if uh, this is the beginning and we have started getting good, let's push ahead and." The other one we went into, which is track and um, racing, track and um, 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 competition, which was their very first competition that they organized. Fortunate uh, to work, uh, to ride in that um, competition. And we got the first position, um, Tennessee position. So everything started in the team. Everybody was started. Yeah, these guys. How are they moving like this? Commitment. I'm sure the world that you can be engaged rather than you can do something better in sport rather than go to the street involving drugs or do other things to, to um, distract your mind from your future. So we went ahead and um, successfully in 2019, 
we got uh, our first um, executives. We got a few executives, so just man, the whole thing. Well, guys, I mean, you're getting a little bit of it, of the information from Richard. Um, he, like you said, he's in Sierra Leone, South Africa, or West Africa, and their connection is not perfect. <laughs> he just popped off and I'm waiting for him to come back. But what he was saying is that, you know, they started a club with three guys. Oh, he's come back. And they had success in their first couple races. They're like, okay, let's go for this. And I'm just going to ask him, hey, <laughs> welcome back. The cool thing is that um, after a year of events, they found that, you know, they had some pretty good talent. And that's where they started putting together an official executive to take the team forward. Now, I'm just waiting for him to jump back in. And it seems now that they've got some good sponsorship. Um, again, just to backtrack, Richard was the owner or is the owner of one of their, of the cycling club that got them started. So I'm just looking for here. Somewhere from his bike shop. Oh, Mike's bike sister's shop. In, Mike's bike sister's shop in Sierra Leone. Hi, Richard. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to go off what he has written here for me. And uh, hopefully he'll jump back on. Um, all right. So they started out with three guys and they've grown to 10. And I'll be posting up some pictures in the YouTube video so that you'll be able to see more of the team and plus obviously I'll have some on social media but so during this time the year the club was supported by various donors of cycling gears and equipment through the help of David Boosley all right I can hear you I think hi <laughs> welcome back Richard all right this doesn't seem to be working oh here's back Okay, I can hear you, Richard. I was wondering if we got on Instagram or Facebook, do you think that would be better? Hey, gang, I just want to let you know that with Richard's interview, we had to basically go through three different social media platforms before we were able to connect on WhatsApp for a audio recording. Well, you never know, these connections overseas aren't always the best, but we are able to bring you a great interview. Continue listening. Welcome, Richard, to Seekers from the Saddle podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. And what I'd love to hear, I'm just going to give a little bit of your bio um, just for the recording. And so... Richard Moussin is from Freetown, Sierra Leone, South Africa. He is also the owner of the bike shop in town called Mike's Bike Sister Shop in Sierra Leone. And 
In 2018, he decided to start a club. And this is how he, and I, I'm super excited about hearing his story of how he got started and how he found the club, found the guys to start in the club because it started with three guys and now it's, it's grown to 10 and how they're, they had great success on the, on the race circuit the first year. So Richard, tell us about, go back and, and you know, what was in your head when you decided to start a club? Cause I started a club too, like 13 years ago and it was the scariest thing ever. Um, and how you found the guys. I'd love to hear that part because the great thing about this is that um, Richard started this in as a way to, as we know how cycling or any kind of sports gets kids off, like off the streets, you know, out of the way of drugs and violence and, and, uh, and gangs. So I'd love to hear how you got it all started in your hometown of uh, Freetown, uh, Sierra Leone. Hello. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to all um, bike lovers. Um, I am Rich Chad Musa. I'm from Sierra Leone, Freetown, West Africa. And we're a very small shop. I bikes, bikes, just a shop in Africa. And I am the manager of Flint's cycling club, a very small club that we started, you know, with all, just in the name of love. Three men started this whole thing just because of their love for cycling and with a passion to bring out children from the streets, drive them away from drugs and unethical behaviors. So we came together and formed this club in 2018, November, um, November 2018 and gradually we went we were invited into a race and we won the second we took second position oh we started seeing that something good will come out of this and another time we went for another race and of which was one of the race uh, the first race of strength a brewery company in Sierra Leone who organized that race, that was the very first one, trying to present one of their products. And we participated. Fortunately for, we, for us, we got first position. Wow. <laughs> and I said, boys, it's time to buck up. Yeah. And we went into jazz. And gradually in 2019, we raised up our membership to about 10. And they are, right away we said, hey, we are growing up. Let's get some executive positions and we gave some couple of executive positions and we rolled on and along the line one of our riders was selected to uh, represent Sierra Leone in neighboring Guinea in a race wow Woo! so with that yes we continued 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 and and it has been fine with us it has been fine and Mostly because we wanted to bring um, boys from the street, but boy, because it is, in Sierra Leone, it is very easy, very, very easy for kids to get into drugs if they are not occupied. And you go to school, 
if you are not into drugs, you are humiliated, you are, you know, many things will come your way. So because of those things, we just, I say, hey, guys, I think sports can bring kids off the spread. So with our sport, many boys around, because getting a bike in Sierra Leone is not very easy. So when they see you riding a bicycle, it's like <laughs> you have everything. So because of them, yes, many of them like us. They, they follow us. They run after us when we ride around our areas. And they say, hey, we want to join you. We want to join you. And I look for vulnerable ones, those who I think they are very close to getting off and uh, getting into um, um, drugs. I bring them in. And now we are growing. We are wow. growing. It is really, really amazing to see a team like Flames now better off, better off, better off. You know, things are fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so awesome. I love hearing good stories like that. But I want you to go back to the three boys that started. Like, how did that get started? Like, did you approach them or were they hanging out at the bike shop or... How did you encourage them to get on bicycles? I want to know that. Because, like, um, as soon as you get three, <laughs> and, you know, more will follow, right? <laughs> These are three amazing boys. Um, Fala, Faya, who took the second position in the very first race that we attended. Whoa. And uh, Tennyson, Tennyson Dixon who is the team captain now, who took the first position in the track race, and Fandi, um, Jibril Fandi. These are guys that really have passion for bicycles. They have been chasing their elder guys, um, um, the national cyclists in Sierra Leone, they run after them always. Every time I see um, the national cyclists pass through my shop, you see this voice behind them, they come, hey, manager, hey, man, we want you to manage us. <laughs> Interestingly, this is out of place, and that's the truth I'm telling you. So, Ooh, cool. they come, hey, Mr. Richard, I want you to manage us, I want you to be with us, so support us, we want to ride, but we don't have support. I just tell them, hey, man, I don't want to go into this. You are, you boys are, you are small boys, I don't want to get you into uh, the street. You say, hey, we can do it. So, you know, gradually, gradually, they, 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 they came together and said, hey, Mr. Richard, you must manage us. And I filed interest into it. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> so, so you're the uh, owner of the bike shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. So they're the like, they're like bugging you. Come on, let us ride for you. Right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, you can't turn away that kind of passion, I'm telling you. So so you finally gave in. You're like, okay, I'll get you bikes. Right? And then and then so how did you so who was coaching them? Was it you? Well, um really I I I like bicycles. But I did not ride, um, like I did not ride, I just ride for, 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 for how can I say, for pleasure, right. you know. But um, when they came into this thing, yeah, they, they were riding behind the national cyclists, they, we call them professions, professionals now, <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are endless. 
So they ride behind them, ride behind them. So they became used to it and start to wear. So fortunately for us, we got some um, um, affiliations with some people around, like um, David Bosley um, in, in UK and Joe Fred in US. And mm -hmm. he decided, they decided to coach us, to help us. So we, we are so lucky. Oh my gosh, and yes. They, um, and mostly have been on our side, always follows our, our page, always and, and, and ask us, hi guys, how are you doing? How are you? And we give him our feedback, what we do with talent, say, this mm -hmm. is what we are doing and this is what our positions are. And he has been very, very grateful. He has been very, very good to us. So um, we are lucky to get uh, the Cycling Bible book from Joe Fred, mm -hmm. the coaching book. And uh, of course, David Bosley is our coach. He always give us um, oh, advice and show us the way to go about it. So oh my gosh. now that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So you have David Bosley from the UK as your team coach. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. now, yeah. So, so you started with, so here's, so you started with three, then they started, then they got results right away. And then, so, and then, was it their friends who kind of jumped in and said, hey, I want to be part of this? Like, this looks like fun? How did you get more ki more guys? Or Yeah, well, um, because the, the whole thing about it is just passion. And one, more, one good thing that I like is somebody that is willing to give himself up or cycling, you know, because mm -hmm. one thing, and um, it is one thing to uh, get someone to come into the team, but it's another thing to be committed in mm -hmm. doing the things of the thing. Because um, I want you, I want to get you off the street. I want you to be part of my team, but you must be willing to come our way. We mm -hmm. give you all support, but you yourself must be committed. So. That is how we look for them. Many of them, many of these small boys come around, even as of the moment we have the least uh, cyclists, we have the most junior one. He came in re recently, and you can't believe it. His very first ride, um, that was on 26th uh, December, he, he uh, took uh, the first position in the junior team, junior uh, uh, riders. He took the first position. See how amazing it is. He came... And I just have to put it in place, bicycle for him, just try to do it. I, I think I have a picture. I'll send it to you. Yes, so please. I got the bike ready for him on, on a day. And the following day, they went for the race. I said, and he said, hey, how do, do you think this will work? He said, let's try him. And they went, oh, man, it was, it was a gift for us. It was a Christmas gift for us. Oh, and my gosh. Best position. Yes, as of now, we're working on that. So that is it. If you want to be a, a, a join us, not that we don't we don't say there are plenty boys that want to come in. Yes, but we got the results we have, the kind of support we have. I do I get support from my little shop. So the, those little things I get that's what I take to support them. But um we cannot take everybody together, but gradually we will take many, many of them because I really want to get streets off the street, uh, 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 kids off the street. Plenty if, uh, in our environment, TC Road, Mount Torrell, um, the center of Freetown, 
is dominated with drugs, drug addicts. So small kids can easily go into the into it, but mm -hmm. thank God we are trying our best. We'll get them up. We we'll get them off the screen. We we'll get some of them. So we have some that have already come in, and we are still trying to get more and more and more as we get support because <laughs> with a little one we have we cannot support everybody together so as we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we get stronger then we, we bring them all in yeah yeah that must be a lot of kids that that are looking for that kind of outlet or place to be because it's not just about cycling it's about being part of something do you know what i mean like yeah. Being part of something's positive and they're just moving forward in a positive way. And, and it's so great that you're able to help more kids and hopefully more kids get off, you know, off the streets. Um, I think this is just the most amazing story. So now you have, now you have more support from Joe Friel and I see that he helps with, more of the gear part or the clothing and um well that's great because obviously sometimes that's the most <laughs> most expensive <laughs> things you know yeah. to to get uh geared up with but do you find richard that some of these kids are coming in with some really raw talent Hello. I do find that some of these kids are coming in with some uh, raw talent for for cycling. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, to start with, I I believe in education. That's my first barrier mm -hmm. because I came I came up from a very poor home. Yeah, I can still remember my mom used to do agriculture. Just um and plants and leaves and sauce, you know, things, vegetables, and I helped her to sell it in the market. That was what she took to raise us. When I go to school, to use that money to pay my fees, do many things for me. So I believe in education. I did not been for her. Maybe I wouldn't have been able to um, express myself to you here. So, everybody, I can challenge you. You can find out from any other any other source. Everybody in our team is going to school. That's good. We have boys. We have boys um, in uh, um, universities, and of course, we have other going to secondary school. Something you know. So that tells you that. We are we, we don't want to just get them into cycling, go up, go down, and when you are when you are full tomorrow, you won't be able to do anything for yourself because you we are just a cyclist. No. Even fix your bike all oh my god. You have to learn how to fix your bike so that all those things will help you in the future. So going to school is one priority. Uh, riding a bike is another one so that we can go together. If cycling doesn't pay you, 
in education we pay you, but mm -hmm. you must know something. There must be an alternative. So that is uh, our goal. And by God's grace, with support, maybe from you all, because that's oh. what we are doing. It's a oh. very great one. So I know one day we will get there. And you will one, one day visit our, uh, somebody will come from our team that will visit you and say, hey, I am the one that you helped out. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Oh my For gosh. Sure. Like, oh my gosh. Like, if I can help spread the word for you guys i will and i hope that that's what this podcast will do is you know get the word out that you know just about you you know stepping forward and putting together something like this because i bet you there's little bike shops everywhere that could kind of open up their hearts like you and just start with those three kids to grow and, and, you know, and that would be a great way to, you know, just grow the sport, you know, and like you said, get, get kids off the, off the streets and give them something to really be proud of. I think it's so commendable what, what you're doing, Richard. Um, I am so glad that I found you on that Facebook page. <laughs> and I have to thank Farah because she invited me onto that page. I'm going to have to give her a special thanks. But, you know, I'm like, it's just so, you're so new. And I want to bring you guys back in like a year or two to see how you're doing for a follow-up and see how much you've grown. Um, is there any advice that you can give to say if there's somebody in your region that hears this podcast and, and it's like, Oh, I'd really like to, you know, get into cycling or find you. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any advice for, for, you know, kids out there or maybe parents who want to try and get their kids into something? Yeah, um, really, um, my advice to kids, to everyone, is um, drug is dangerous. Mm -hmm. And being an idle man, like the Bible says, is an idle mind is, uh, is the devil's workshop. So if you are, if you are idle, then I tell you, mm. one day you get into crime. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... And come, I advise everyone, come over, let's do something, let's try to do something. You're not doing it for me, you're doing it for yourself, because it will determine your future. It will change your life, you know, we, we have, we've been looking at uh, cyclists on um, Tour de France, bigger tours, you know, you see people, we admire them. We can do it, mm -hmm. we can do it. You, you can never do it if you don't start it. Come and you will see what you can do. Everyone has a potential, but you need to find it out. Trace it, maybe you will find it in cycling. And for um, people looking at us around, we need support. We need support because um, I alone cannot do it. You know, it all started with, even the shop, it all yeah. started with somebody, that a white man that came around, he was selling spanners. I thought I've met um, 
a poor white man. Behold, it was uh, a, a rich man or a better person, a good person. So he came with finance. He said, hey, I am selling these spanners. I said, hey. What has around me? They say, hey, look at the poor white man selling spanners in Africa. I call him, hey. I saw this spanner, a chain cutter. I can use this one to fix my chain without um, um, using nails to hit my hands. So I got the chain cutter. And he showed me another one, a, 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 a bottom bracket remover. Oh, I saw okay. that one. Yes, I can oh. use yes, BB tool. I used that. I saw that one and he showed me you can use it this way because I never knew even how to use it. And he showed me. And I said, Hey, this is essential. I should buy it. And I bought it. I bought three things. And he said, If you have money, you can buy more. And he showed me several other things. He showed me the Allen key, uh, four, five, six. Mm -hmm. Oh, amazing. I have bought it. You like bicycle? I said, yes, I like bicycle. I want to work on bicycles, but I don't have cool tools. And he said, okay, we can be friends. Maybe I can send you tools. And he took my number. I took his number. Later, things began to work with communicated and all started like that. <gasps> Today, I can get containers from him from the West. And we're going to buy him. He gives me, showed me price. I pay for the container halfway. He pays the other one. When the container comes, he takes bicycles for programs, and I take the rest for my shop. The re what I get from my shop, I take some little one and support the cycling team. That's how I'm living. You see that? Mm. So you just need to be honest. That's the first thing. Next, keep it up, be, be active, work hard, and you will make it. I never knew I was going to be like this. Today I am talking to you. Why? Because I stood for good things, and today I am getting... Good response. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I love I just want to go back to that idle mind. And it's so true. Because I mean you don't have to be sitting in West Africa to get into cycling, right? You just have to have the passion to find a bike, ask for it, get on the bike, find a club, and then get rolling. But so that and go back to the gentleman who started giving you tools, that's how you got your bike shop started? How long ago was that? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was in 2000 and 2008. Uh -huh. I remember. 2007 to 2008. So this white man came. He really wanted to do something. He is David Beckham. He has retired now and he's not coming to Africa anymore. But I then... He came, he was looking for a partner. Mm -hmm. I never knew that was his motive. He started from the west end of Freetown <laughs> looking for partners. He, I, he, that was his confession to me now. He said, hey, I, want, I, I, um, um, I was looking for a partner. I started from west end. All the bicycle shops I, I visited, no one but spanners from me. But... Um, no one but uh, spanners from me. But I have come to you and you have uh, showed interest. You have bought the spanners. Now, this, uh, this is not only what I want from you. I want you to sell me bikes, sell bikes to me, and I'll buy them. I say, hey, you are a white man. How can I sell bikes to you? He said, no, if you have bicycles, I can buy them. So we went into 
business, I have to. By then, I don't even have much bikes. I don't have up to 10 bikes through mm -hmm. confession. So in my shop, I, I have just few bikes. But I I know people that sell bikes around. So when the man said, I need 47 bikes, I said, okay, if you need 47 bikes, I can get them for you. So I ran to my uh, fellow uh, traders and told them, I have somebody that needs uh, want to buy bikes. So I got into um arrangement with them and on commission basis <laughs> so Ooh. i got these bikes and brought, i brought them for him he was happy about it and he said if you have more bikes i will buy them i need more and i got the first set of bikes i got it was about 27 bikes i gave it to him later in fact he did not pay me that day so i was a bit skeptical thinking that hey is this man not going to trick me <laughs> no i said no let me, let me see. I've not seen a white man that would trick a black man in Africa. Let me try him. And I tried him. Yes. So when I went to, I went to with him to the place where he was, a little south, and I saw the place and he said, I'll pay you in some days time. I said, okay, no problems. So after some days, he came and he, I went there again. And he said, yeah, he gave me the first money was $800. Wow. I've never sold in dollars. I always sell bicycles in euros. And this man gave me dollars that day. $800. Wow. And he said, if you get more bikes, I'll buy them. And after the whole thing, I have to, I did business with him for about 21 million, something like that, that year. He was about to go back. He owed me um, 3 million, 3 million 300. And on his oh no oh my gosh we have to hear the rest of the story reconnecting come on reconnect this is such good stuff guys oh my gosh I'm loving this. All right, here we go. We're going to get the rest of this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so we need to finish this yeah, story. Let me just go, go through this one. So on, um, on that day, um, he, he, he almost I almost missed my flight, so I am back in the U.S., but you can call me anytime you need your money. I will send it right away. So I thought this guy is broke, so I did not um, I, I did not call him for close to one month. And he called me. He said, hey, Richard, why are you not calling? Why did you not call me? Don't you want your money? I said, I want my money, but I think I thought you are broke and you cannot step in <laughs> now. He said, no, this is a project I'm running. I have the money. Yes. So later, I, I, he said, well, give me a, a, a contact and I will send you money. And the, money. the way you have treated me is like you must be reliable. Now I want to reward you. How can I reward you? I said, hey, if you can bring me by, I can pay for them. And um, I think that would be better for me. It all started like that. And he started with the first container. 
and it is fine now. You see, it is fine now, and we have been in this for so long. Oh my Today, gosh, so you're still in business with him? him. <laughs> so you're still in business with him? Yes, I still do business with him. So, so you got him bikes to sell in his store? No, he is, he is, um, he has a project, village bicycle project. Oh, I see, okay. Uh, or half the price, yes. Right. So he gives out bikes or half the price. He buys the bike to me, by then he used to buy the bike to me for one hundred, uh, two hundred and sixty thousand, and he gives it out for one hundred and twenty thousand. Wow. So, uh, so he takes it to the village, right in front of the villagers, and give it to them for hundred and twenty thousand half the price. So that was all how it started. And up to now, when I bring, when I get the containers from him, he takes a hundred bicycles to the provinces and sell it half the price that he oh, okay. pays for it to me. Ah, okay, <laughs> cool. So, so now you've been able to set up your own bike shop for which you have the club running out of yeah um, <laughs> really getting this bike shop getting this bike shop in freetown is one of my best things i have ever mm -hmm. learned from because i am even the shop that i was in when he came the shop was very small it was very okay. small when, so when I started getting this whole thing from him, then I got a very big shot, and the things have been going very, very well. The business have been well. It came to a time when I was somehow business came came bad. Yeah, but later, later we I have managed it. Mm -hmm. the, the one thing he learned me that I've never forgotten that he said, "Don't hide anything from me. Anything you do, tell me. If there is a mistake, I will correct you right from there." And you will learn from your mistake. And today, I am successful in it. Wow. That's an amazing story. I, you know, it, sometimes it's just taking a chance, right? And trusting, like you said. Um, I think that your, your story is exceptional. I can't wait to get this on the podcast. And so we're going to just... Uh, finish it up. I am so glad that we were able to finish this and get on WhatsApp. Who knew that this was going to be the price? So I'm praying that I got all the recording of us right here <laughs> and that I can translate it onto the podcast so people can hear. Um, and uh, I would love more pictures because what I'll do is I'll put them together with the audio and I'll put them up on YouTube so that people can watch pictures while we're talking. So that would be kind of cool. So you have more race pictures. Um, uh, you can send them all to me. I'll put them together. Um, but Richard, I want to thank you so much for being such a servant leader in your hometown and giving, uh, being somebody who's, you know, starts and 
really, um, you know, like you said, get the kids off of, off the streets, make sure they're going to school. Um, I, I can't imagine where you're going to be in two years. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have you back on the podcast. So with that, we're going to say thank you. Thank you so much. Um, please, everybody, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Put on those notifications. We would really appreciate a five-star review if you feel so inclined to give us one. Uh, please share with friends. Um, and writing a review would be amazing. Um, with that, have a, a, an extraordinary day. Thank you again. I can't believe I'm talking to someone in West Africa. <laughs> That's what I love about this. You just make so many, I feel like I'm going to cry, but thank you. Um, and yeah, one day I will have to make it there. <laughs> and if you're ever in Toronto or Montreal for a UCI race with your team, you better connect with me because <laughs> I think your team is going to go oh, pro God, and you're going to be traveling all over the world. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I really thank you and I want to thank every listener, everybody that is listening to me for us now. I want to tell them Flim Cycling Club is a club that is really hidden. And I want to tell anyone that has any opportunity, any very little time that you may have, please, please try support Flim Cycling Club and you will see a better response. I have tried it and I'm happy about it. I think whoever <laughs> tries it will, That's <laughs> will right. be happy too about it because uh, there's no secret about it. Yeah, the Flame Cycling Club is going to the top, I think. You'll be a UCI team for sure. <laughs> or you'll yeah, have lots of yeah, team members yeah. on UCI teams and you send them to me when they come to Montreal. <laughs> Okay, okay, we'll get you and we one day be there to see you reporting live for us. Hey, yeah. These are the guys that I talked with. All right, hold <laughs> on. West Africa, and they are here to run. Yeah, this is not a smile, but <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Welcome, welcome. Good luck with everything. I, really I don't think you need <laughs> luck, you. but good luck. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Thank you again. And before you take off, I have a couple quick announcements, cycling related, of course. So I have my online bike maintenance webinar that happens every Thursday night at 7.30. So you'll learn how to change your tires, repair broken chains, adjust your brakes, and learn how to use all the tools that are in your bike bag that you should be carrying with you go to bmcwebinar.com. The next one is my four hour cycling skills intensive course. Now this is where you're gonna get all the cycling skills you need to take your experience to the next level, whether it's on the road or online. You're gonna learn proper bike pedal form that's gonna help you with your efficiency. You're gonna learn how to climb hills, all the skills, tips and tricks, and speed and power. Not to mention, we're gonna finish off with nutrition 
that ties everything together. So go to cyclingskillspro.com and you can find all those information on my courses, webinars, and downloads there. Take care. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on the Secrets from the Saddle podcast. Learning more about sighting people, places, and things that make cycling such an exciting sport. I am so glad you stopped by today. Please leave me a review if you feel so moved to do so. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it, I would be forever grateful. Also, if you could please leave me a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving me an honest thought and an honest comment telling me what you think and most importantly, tell me what you'd like to hear more of. It would really help me to bring more great, inspiring cycling stories to you. Until then, have an amazing day. Make sure you ride your bike. And don't forget to visit my YouTube channel if you'd like to see the full version of this podcast live.